This program is paid for by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the values or opinions of 91.5 KUNV or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Morning, Las Vegas. It's Zandra Pollard with It's Where I Am. Today, my guests are Chris Spencer, Lex King, and Dr. Lawrence Jackson. So our topic today is about marriage and love relationships. How's your marriage going? I know I had some ups and downs recently from pandemic till now. Um, We're not post-pandemic, but... Um, Definitely the pandemic brought us closer together um, and that worked out for some and not so much for others. Um, So anyway, I wanted Chris to come in and talk to us about his marriage and how things are going. He has a show on Kevin Hart's radio on Sirius XM Um, and it's he and his wife and they interview couples um, every week. So let's bring in Chris, and he can tell us more about it. Hello, Chris. Thank you for being here. I brought you on because you were a guest last year um, around, it was Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about marriage and love relationships. And Mm -hmm. so that was pre-pandemic. Crazy, right? Then we hit the pandemic. Uh How did that work for you and Vanessa? Did it bring you guys closer or was there a lot of, you know, arguing and irritation going on? What was it like for you and her? We were already (laughs) perfect-ish adjacent. Um, And no, it worked out great because in in us being together, we, we created the show Date Night with Chris and Vanessa, which brought us even closer. It allowed us to know that you know, I was I was apprehensive about working with my wife. I wanted to keep church and state separate. Right. As we were home alone together and talking together and conversing, and then she came up with the idea, and I was like, eh. But I was like, wait a second, this doesn't hurt. And so I think we actually got closer. You know, not to say we don't still bicker and argue about the most ridiculous stuff, but sure. I think we we heal, we heal faster from it. It's like okay. you ain't ish, you ain't ish. You want something to drink? Yeah, please. Yeah. No ice. Because no one's going anywhere. And so you have to sit there and work out your problems. Right. Yeah. So now I want you to tell us about your show on. I was saying it was Kevin Hart's serious. Yeah. Is that right? 96. Correct. Yeah. So that's every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, wow. Okay. so you're two days out. The first airing is Friday. uh, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. Okay. And then on Saturday, it would be 12 p.m. Pacific and Wednesday, I mean, Sunday uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific. And it's date night with Chris and Vanessa. And we have ghost guests ranging from D-Nice to Tiffany Haddish to tonight. We have today we're doing Margaret Cho. Uh, those are okay. single people, but we've got couples like Boris and Nicole and um, uh, Shanice and Flex and Holly and Rodney and. Uh, a, a slew of other uh, 
great pieces pieces of talent, great couples uh, that are very talented, and we've learned so so much. We're going to experts as well in the world of education, psychiatry, psychology. Um, uh, you know, some uh, people in, who work in uh, in government. Um, it's, it's been great. That's been awesome. Great. So I saw the award uh, show, the NAACP Awards, right. and Anthony Anderson was hosting. Yes. And that's when I first saw. I only knew. I only know D Nice. From right. his rap song. So he right. won this great award, but what was it for? Like, what is... No, please don't tell me you've been in jail for the last year. Well, I know he has the truck commercial. Oh, my God. <laughs> you moved and you just lost touch. I know. I know. Entertaining the world this entire year on Instagram Live with a with a, uh, a thing he created called Club Quarantine. Oh, okay. You know about this. No. On Instagram. And... He's had hundreds of thousands of people listen to him every night that he's on. Okay. I would say hundreds of thousands. One, there was one inaugural night. It was one night there was over 100,000 people, but thousands and thousands of people every time he comes on. And he's had the likes of Michelle Obama to Janet Jackson to Beyonce to, to me. Okay. So everybody listens to it, so you might want to listen to it. Well, you know what? I had a guest on the show a few months back, Cody Elaine. Oliver. Black love. Yes, Black Loves. So she was on the show and we brought you up because I told her you were on my show. Of course, you were on her show. And I was telling her that a lot of people in Las Vegas know you as the stand-up comedian. And of course, you do so much, much more. And so she had shared a story with me about you doing a show and you asked the audience, you said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where do you guys know me from? And everyone screamed out, Black Love. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I've been doing TV for 25 years, and I, I, I was opening for Tiffany Haddish, and we were in New York. In New York, Chicago, we did a few dates. And they would say my name. They would say my, no, they would say my credits and my name. Okay. And I would get a good applause. <laughs> and then when I came out, it would be a bigger applause. So on the fourth, third night, I was like, where do y'all know me from? Black love. Yes. Oh, my God. That's great. So that was interesting. Awesome. You know, I want to bring in some other guests because I don't know if you touch on this subject on your show, but I like to discuss. I like to bring in the LGBT plus community on the show often because I want them to have more representation. It's so important. Matter of fact, one of our fourth, fifth guests was... uh, this couple, Jason and Adair, we can talk about it when they come on, but okay. they're a big um, stylist in the industry. Okay. They're friends of ours. Okay, awesome. Well, this uh, young lady is a filmmaker and writer, and mm-hmm. she has a show, or excuse me, she has a film, a short film called Seven. So I'm going to bring in Alexander King. Hey, Lex. Hi, how's it going? All right. So we were just talking about marriage and love relationships pre-quarantine mm-hmm. till now. And uh, I also uh, I also already mentioned that you have a short film called Seven, which debuted a few weeks ago. Yep. And the importance uh, to me to bring on representation from the LGBT plus community. Appreciate that. Of course. And can you please tell us more about your film? 
Yes. Yeah, so seven is a short film that I created based upon a fear. Um, I am single and I always, you know, wonder about being in relationships, if I would find the person I'm supposed to be with. Um, and it kind of just grew from that of a fear of like, what if you met the person you're supposed to be with and something tragic happens? Um, how would you deal with that? Um, so that's pretty much the, the motivation for, for my film. It's very much, um, heart wrenching and you have sympathy for both characters, a lot of compassion, um, and just how love tests you, you know? Yes, I got to um, actually watch the film before it debuted. So I thank you for that. And you're welcome. You know what? I I was just so in tune with it. I didn't know what was going to happen with these two right, ladies. Right. So anyhow, I also want to bring in our um, therapist, and let's get Dr. Lawrence here. Hey, can you unmute yourself, Dr. Lawrence Jackson? Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, we're doing fine. So we're talking about love relationships, marriage, love relationships, um, hetero, homo, whichever, because we are all not biologically the same, but we're all the damn same. We all get on each other's nerves. It's hard to deal with one another in close quarters. And so for you, what were you dealing with? Did you get a lot of clients since the pandemic? I'm sure you have. I've been busy. Yeah, I've been busy. I've been busy. Um, we, we deal with stress um, all very differently. And I think when you think about the pandemic, uh, which is a stress that we were not prepared for, something that's completely out of our control, mm-hmm. on top of the other stresses that we may have in a relationship, things just get exasperated. And so things intensify within a relationship. And that's harder to navigate because you have less resources than you had before. So these crises hit a little bit harder um, for you, and it's, and it's hard to, to adapt to it overall. You know, Chris was saying that he was fortunate that things worked out great for him during the pandemic. And I have to say, for me, it did also. I noticed that my husband and I got a lot closer, um, and we took more time with each other because we were both busy working. You know, and so we would get home and then it would be the the arguments, you know, the power control is like, you know, I'm working and I'm coming home and washing the dishes and doing the laundry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the woman always has the second shift. Uh, so yeah. that's a, that was a big issue. But he was home and he was helping out more. Nice. Yeah. So I that was good. Sure. Exactly. But you know what? I live in Las Vegas and Las Vegas has like the largest domestic violence crimes or issues in the country. Yeah. One of them, right? That's because they just lost all their money on the strip. Exactly. Right. Exactly. External stressors. Yeah. Too much drinking, they're partying and then, you know, they come home. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to make an excuse for it, but I can see where, uh, like you said, those external stressors could be heightened exactly so anyhow lex how were things for you um who did you quarantine who did you boo up with and how did it go Um, for you yeah i mean i had a pretty um let's just say i learned a lot um i dove straight into a relationship uh in the beginning of the pandemic and i'm not regretful of anything um granted i really know now that i'm not supposed to be with this person (laughs) Um, but it took that much time and like me understanding my worth and figuring out like, oh, this is not for me. 
Um, But I'm so thankful to have that time to figure that out because I wouldn't want it to figure it out any other way. I just, I have more boundaries. I didn't know that I needed um, a better understanding of how to show up for my partner without me not showing up for myself because that's been a thing for me. And it, you know, it's, it's shown me a lot of putting myself first. Doesn't make me selfish. So you learned more about yourself. I learned more about myself and what I actually do not like and what my requirements are, Uh um, as well as, you know, I was putting relationships before my career. um, And it shows because when I'm and I look back and when I'm not putting something out, I'm like, oh, I was dating this person. And I didn't like that about myself. And I it was something that was like a major shift um, in that last relationship. When I started to do my my own career stuff first, I felt her being more of like, you know, I need your attention. I need this. And I would, I was always be the one to cave in. Um, so yeah, I, I learned a lot and I'm, I'm very thankful. You know, it's unfortunate that a lot of people were sick and lost, lost their lives. Yes. Um, but if we look at the positive sides of things, I think a lot of people were, um, had opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't just ooh, shame on you. Right. Yeah. So all three of you, did you do more writing during the pandemic? Yeah. I mean, being a writer, Mm-hmm. Uh, what the pandemic did for me is I, I couldn't go nowhere. So uh, my ADD uh, was 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 reprogrammed and made me have to focus and finish these projects. Awesome. So what do you guys have coming up? Well, right now, um, the Zoom I was in before this Zoom was uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood is coming back. Awesome. As a limited series on BET Plus. Okay. And uh, right now we're in a room and then we're also what we like to do is we bring on the cast one at a time and find out what's been going on. And usually it's been what what was going on last year. Now we have to ask what's been going on for the last four years, because uh, 16 was the last time we were on air. So five years. Figure out what's going on and then how we can exaggerate it and make it funny. And so on The Real Husbands of Hollywood, you have Kevin Hart, Nelly. Can't help me out now. Come on. Oh, you're doing good. Nick Cannon, Robert Thicke, yeah. Dwayne Martin, J.B. Smooth, Boris Kojo. And they're all coming back. They're all coming back. Awesome. I might, I might actually be seeing you on there. I, um, I work with Carl Craig right now. Oh, that's my uncle, brother, cousin, father figure, friend. Yeah. Where is he? Uh, in Atlanta. That's right. Everyone's in Atlanta. <laughs> hey, Atlanta's a move right now. I guess so. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> me either. I'm, I'm enjoying myself here, right here in Las Vegas, being a community resource. Um, you can find resources and you can find Dr. Jackson as well on itswhereiam.com. And Dr. Jackson, if you want to chime in and let us know what you're doing and how people yeah. can reach you, although you're so busy. <laughs> I'm doing all right. And so I... I am currently an assistant professor at UNLV within the Couple and Family Therapy Program, also in the School of Medicine. Um, but outside of that, I also have a private practice in the Las Vegas community, um, where I'm a licensed marriage family therapist, working with individuals, couples, and families of diverse um, backgrounds and experiences um, under the alias the Black Male Therapist. In addition to that, um, I do a little bit of community resourcing through uh, my social media at the Black Male Therapist, where I have Black Therapy Fridays, where I try to promote mental health awareness, inspire youth, and empower others, and 
course, I have a fashion line too, so I'm busy. I'm Let busy. me see your shirt. Line. You're wearing one of your yeah. shirts. My, my new ones. Yeah, it says Black Therapy. Um, kind of the play of the Black Panther with the R for relevant. I love it. I need that. I need I that too. I got you. I got you. Let me know. I said Panther this whole time. Uh huh. Says Black Therapy. Yeah. And so we actually getting the it's a limited order shirts that coming in tomorrow. Okay. I'm really excited to get them. I'm out. a medium. So, uh, I got you. I got you. Let me know. Let me know. Um, and so with with the fashion lines for mental health and community resourcing through social media, through different engagements, things like that. And of course, teaching and supervising students is definitely a lot. All right. But uh, it's, it's the impact that's important, especially being being a black male and, and the visibility for our communities is so important. So what do people do if they need help? Like everyone is so busy. I can't even get an appointment yeah. for my damn self. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like I'm trying to figure it out with hubby, you know, and pulling on, you know, textbook stuff from years ago. Yeah. But what can you tell people to do when they are so stressed in their relationship? You know, absolutely. Absolutely. When I think about you being stressed in your relationship, I think therapy is one of the most challenging things to do because you're already in crisis mode. Right. Mm-hmm. You have less time. You have less resources. You're in a you're in a time crunch almost, right? And so you're not wanting to go through pages and pages and find the right therapist. You want somebody to fix right it right now. now. Here, you know, and so that's what I always say. Therapy is a resource. You don't have to go to it when things are bad. It doesn't have to be for crisis only. I think therapy is that, that thing that any time in your life you can benefit and get something out of that process. And so if you're able to utilize it proactively. It's, it's a lot easier. But once you're in crisis mode, you got to figure out what is something available? What is the access to resources around me? So what do I do only, then if I'm in crisis mode? Yeah. So whether it be utilizing people's social media, I think it's really huge for many therapists. Whether it be therapy for black black girls with Dr. Joy, um, the Gottman Institute's really good for relationships. They actually have a blog um, that I also am one of the expert writers on as well um, to, to talk about ways to communicate relationships. I have a piece coming out um, mid-April about... Uh, making making mutual interest or experience of values within a relationship the core piece of handling conflict right okay. and so what i mean by that is that i think about a business i think about a business plan when you think about a business plan you have um the mission statement you have the vision statement you have objectives to reach that i think we can also utilize that plan in relationships Okay. I think we can sit down with our partners and think about what do we value? What are our tenants? What is what are things that are important to us? Are going to keep us first? Is trust, transparency, communication at the core of our beliefs, right? And utilizing those things as you mutually agree upon them to help you all navigate through challenges in a relationship. So when so, you were on before, you were on with Marshall Todd, yeah. who is the um, executive producer for Woke. He is yeah. in his second season and writing. So I want to give a shout out to Marshall Todd. Um, But when we were talking, when you were on before, I was saying when you go to therapy, you can't be like, it's his fault. You know, like placing blame. Don't you have to start with therapy for yourself first and then work on the relationship? Absolutely. I'm also a firm believer that awareness means opportunity for change. Right. You can't change things you're not aware of. And so if you're not, able to recognize the things that upset you. What are your trigger points? Right. Where did that come from? The origin of those things. How do you able to cope with them effectively? You're going to struggle to communicate that to your partner because you're not even aware of it yourself. Right. 
Um, and it's, it's challenging when I'm trying to help you to be aware of the relationship aspects, but also the individual aspects all at one time. And if you have a, a, a identified therapist where you're working through those, in, those interpersonal or individual situations or circumstances that can influence the relationship, you can be a lot better off when you come to couples therapy. Right? Okay. Um, and so I, I definitely think that's a big thing. I, I'm a firm believer that if you work on yourself in a relationship and your partner does the same thing, the relationship is going to improve. Right. You can't focus on the other person, making sure they're doing it first. So I'm going to wait. So I put my foot in until you put your foot in. Right. right. I think you got to you got to you got to take that ownership and accountability and say, hey, I'm going to do this to make myself better because I know it's going to make me a better partner for you. Well, my husband always says you always think you're right. And um, I basically I think I know everything. But I feel like once he realizes that mm-hmm. we'll do a lot better. <laughs> right. Me fall, right. Yeah. So, Chris, chime in. Are you asleep? No, I want to hear from Lex. You ain't talked to Lex yet. I have talked to Lex. I'm getting to Lex next. So oh, long. It's been five minutes. Lex. I got five minutes. I'm looking at the clock going, I want to hear more from that movie. I'm about to be in with Lex. Yes, yes, Lex. Well, then here you go. There's your cue. Come on in and tell us more about Seven. Uh, I think you've already gave us the synopsis. But um, yeah. where where can Chris find it? Where can our 91.5 listeners find it? Well, you guys can go on to YouTube. It's um, Seven the Short. If you just type in Seven Alexander King, it should pop right up. Um, also under Queries TV. Chris, I'll make sure you get a direct link. Um, don't worry about it. I got you. Um, I'm not about watching it. I want to be an eight. go ahead and get me in the writer's room eight eight is coming (laughs) um yeah i mean it's it's been cool it's like you know it's difficult creating your own films and but youtube is um is definitely a savior and because there's an open market for my type of film um i think that i'm hitting you know some pretty pretty good numbers with um with what i have I'm, I'm, i'm excited i'm looking forward to my career so they have like a whole lgbt plus I'm looking for Alex. Film. Like when you go on your cable, you guys have like your own movies now. Yeah, but it's. But what are they like? And how are yours different? What are they like? And how is yours different? My films are different because it's less based upon gender and more so based upon why we do the things we do. Okay. Um, I feel like when they're making these LGBTQIA plus films, they're focusing on like a coming out story or my. My everyday life doesn't involve me telling the world that I'm gay. That's not right. how it works. I'm a human. I'm a person. Um, so if you watch my film seven, it's yes, it's two women in the film, but they're not talking about sexuality. They're talking about their internal feelings, what it was like to be with each other, what it was like not to have each other. Um, and that's I think that's different for me because I'm representing something that should be represented naturally, not based upon genders. It's just more of experiences and the right representation. Like I'm more of, um, I would say a masculine um, female, but that doesn't mean that I want to act like a man or be a man. And that's typically what we see in in movies and shows pertaining to people that are more like me. So I'm Mm -hmm. creating something that's more that I would watch myself. All right. Well, I'm glad you said that. Okay. No, thank you. No, because you know, there's an assumption that if a young lady is a little bit more masculine, She's a dude. She right. Tough and and it, 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 on Red Table Talk, uh, Nisi Nash was on with her wife. Yep. And to see this masculine girl get giddy about Nisi Nash t- touching her neck 
for the first time, I was like, it was beautiful to see. Right. No, she looked like she would have been like, hey, don't be touching my neck unless I ask you to touch my neck. And look, that's how they that's how they write us in film. That's how they write you right. guys. Right. So to see the beauty in these two women who are in love, even though this one got on some Tim's, <laughs> it, was, it was it was beautiful. You know what I mean? Because she was still a lady. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I was so interested you said that. Well, tell us where yeah. we can find your stuff, Chris, because we're going to wrap this up. Um, Date Night with Chris and Vanessa, Sirius XM, Channel 96, uh, every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific, Sundays, 3 p.m. Pacific. And if you're on the East Coast, add three, Central, add two, right. Hawaii, minus four, or something like that. And Arizona, <laughs> who knows with Arizona? Um, <laughs> Arizona is ahead of the time right now. They don't got no time change. That's what we exactly. need Exactly, exactly. And, uh... Dr. Lawrence Jackson, can you please tell everyone where to find you or whatever social media handles you want to put out there? Shirts. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you're interested in this shirt, go to theblackmaletherapist.com uh, forward slash shop. That's where I have the shirts located. If you want to go to just the Black Male Therapist, you'll find my website. If you're interested in booking for individual couple family services or any training services, um, as well as you're looking on social media at Instagram at the Black Male Therapist. Uh, Twitter at Black Therapy Fry, F-R-I, Short Friday, and for Facebook, the Black Male Therapist LLC as well. Okay, and Lex, did I get you, you already? Okay. No, I, yeah, you can find me on IamAlexanderKing.com. Um, everything I do is going to be on that website. On Instagram, it's I'm, I am Alexander King. And you can find everybody on itswhereiam.com. And if you missed the show, uh, you can always catch me on YouTube. Um, all the links to the show are on the website. And thank you for listening, 91.5. I will see you next month, Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Thank you. Bye.